In this episode of the Real Life Caddy podcast, Neil is back to his best. We introduced the idea of top 100 golf courses. Over the next six months, we will revisit this segment several times with the goal being a Real Life Caddy top 10 or 20 golf courses. We play the latest instalment of Caddy Jeopardy and trust me, it gets very heated. I think Bitter Neil actually returns. As always, we share some stories and go through the mailbag from you, the listeners. I would like to thank you for your continued support and encouragement and feel free to share the podcast. For now, though, kick back and enjoy this episode. Hey, man, can you help me with my golf swing? Oh, yeah. I got this little problem. I got the hooking the ball, hooking the ball. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Real Life Caddy Podcast. I'm Big G. This episode, I think it's season two, episode ten. Are you sure about that? Uh, did you? Yeah. Did you do another podcast while I was between <laughs> oh, the last one that I was here for? That is a co-host, Kershey. Hey Neil. Um, we Neil is back. We Neil's back. Bitter Neil is gone. Bitter Neil is out of here. Beautiful. Things, the, things are looking up. The name of this podcast is Top 100 Question Mark. All right. That's, uh-huh. that's intriguing. Yeah. This episode, we're going to try and keep it fast moving. We're going to start with our stories of the week. We'll move on to the introducing the top 100 golf courses in America. And it's going to lead to about four segments over the next six, seven months on the podcast. We're going to have a little caddy jeopardy. All right. Love it. So, but first of all, as always, uh, stories of the week. Neil, what is bitter stroke we Neil been up to? Uh, bitter Neil's been getting better. <laughs> uh, been checking my traps each morning, have a little ritual, you know, get my coffee. Check the email box. Uh-huh. Uh, see if anything's in there. Check the Bank of America account. Yeah. Eh, all right. Check the got my payment, stimulus, IRS thing. Yeah. Anyway, I got a system. But yeah. just just checking the traps. That's what checking, a good hunter does, checking right? Checking for cheese. You, you got to check the cheese. Check for the cheese and the traps each morning, you know? You, you got to be patient. That's one thing about a good hunter, right? Uh-huh. You got to be patient. Patience. So, we're, we're all good. I'm, I'm in, my, in my zone now with this funding situation. Um, what else has been going on? I got a strange, uh, iPhone alert the other day. Okay. It said your screen time is up 18,000%. (laughs) (laughs) And it came with like a a mental health warning. If you're suffering from uh, uh, blurry vision, Uh uh, if the room is spinning, Uh if you've lost all feeling in your thumbs, (laughs) um, please put your phone down immediately (laughs) and take a little breather, you know? And lastly, they said, it, if you're already in a catatonic state, just hit like, reply, and we'll send help. Okay. <laughs> All of those symptoms actually oh. sound the qualities of a caddy. Oh, man. It's just like too too much fun, too fun much. time lately. Yeah. I, I got to look out for that a little bit. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm glad I got that alert. It, it might save me some trouble later on down the road. Absolutely, for sure. Uh, so I did, I was able to put the phone down for a little bit the other day, and I went out, uh, have this little ritual I'm doing now, I uh, practice out of my patio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got this heavy club, a big weighted club. It's orange, a uh, power hitter, I think it's called. So I do my little routine. Uh, it's about a half hour or so doing my drills and all that. Well, the other day, I think it was uh, Sunday fun day. I was out there. Uh, I've had uh, two or three vodka sodas and maybe a couple gummies. No. Just even it's a sunny day. It, I was hitting the sweet spot. Anyway, I, I had an epiphany. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there doing my drills and I got the, the uh, 
screen door here in front, the sliding glass door, glass door in front of me, and then the sliding glass door on, uh, angled for, for the backswing, right? And I'm going back and forth, back and forth. All of a sudden, the magic move popped in. It was unbelievable. I felt, I felt like I've been, always been a big Hogan fan. All of a sudden, I'm seeing myself swinging in the white cap, and I'm just like, oh, that's, that's how he did it. Oh, yeah, under and around, that's what he was talking about. I had it. It was so great. And then the next morning, I woke up, and I forgot what it was. Because <laughs> I, uh, I had a few more sodas. I was like, damn it, I should have wrote it down. Oh, no. uh, I remember a couple bits and pieces of it, but something about weight on my right foot and swing oh anyway uh, I'll, I'll find it again ben hogan or hulk hogan yeah <laughs> it was probably hulk we ben we ben yeah he's about my size tell me did you see the news the the match seems to be happening oh the match tiger woods mickelson uh tom brady of the brady bunch oh i thought and... they were gonna do that like already or something well, yeah what do you think about that um, maybe they lost their moment, huh? I think they've lost. Yeah, I uh, think. When are, when are they gonna do it now? Talk is May sometime. Um, end of May or something. End of May. Okay. Oh. Well, I mean, take it or leave it at that point, huh? Would Kershaw sit down and watch that? Oh, you know me. I probably would. No, you okay? <laughs> I'm tired of watching replays. Yeah. <laughs> Anything live would be great. Yeah. WNBA basketball, I'd watch. You know, just give me something. It'll be interesting. I, I just, I think they, I think if they had that on. Three weeks ago, I think they got a lot of people, especially it's going to be in TNT. But you wait another two, three weeks. People have got, they've got used to having no sport in their life. And then you had all the replays of the Masters. I think yeah. people are comfortable where they're at. And a lot of golf courses opening. Yeah, the OC yeah. down there, they're opening up again. Some places never shut down. Yeah. So mm, I, think they, I think they missed the boat. Yeah, we'll see. It, it's Probably he's going to lose its fizzle by then. Mm-hmm. We mentioned a couple of weeks ago some of the nonsense, the stone-skipping championships up in Michigan. Oh, I thought that was excellent. I actually it's caught a few episodes. good stuff. I've watched yeah. that a couple of times. I'm kind of a fan now. Well, there's been some other crazy <laughs> stuff on the TV during this whole situation. You could have watched um, on the Discovery Channel Phelps versus the Shark. Remember that? Oh yeah, that was Where excellent. Michael Phelps. That was a few years ago. Yeah, he, he lost by two seconds. It was to, close though. To a, a great white shark, yeah. which is quite impressive. Yeah, he's a fast dude. But how about this one? Okay, now I'll try and keep a straight face. I'm not going to look at you when I say these things. ESPN two. <laughs> we had the international frog jump grand finals. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll just repeat that. International frog jump grand finals. So that <laughs> means that there's. More than just the grand final, I'm guessing. Yeah. It's held in Angels Camp, California. Okay. Shocker. Yeah. It was either going to be the South or California. Had yes. to be one of the two. Or yeah, Northern California. Yeah. Deep near the near the weed fields. Now, <laughs> the the first event was 1928. So this isn't something that somebody just thought up last month. The current world record was set back in 1986 by Rosie the Riveter. Oh, legendary. Legendary. <laughs> The record, guess how far the record is. Uh, I'll go Rosie Riveter, 24 and 2. 21, 5 and 3 quarter inches. Pretty impressive. Five grand to any frog who breaks the record. Wow, the all-time record. Yes. There's going to be a lot of caddies signing up, you know, training frogs, I'm (laughs) guessing, over the next couple of months for next year. Hunting for bullfrogs down at the local pond. And let's be honest, five grand, that's more than Paige Rennie's career total earnings. So she might be in there as well. Yeah, on the cactus tour. Now, Go for the sign, Alex Frog and Lisa Kundu have all come close to the record in the past few years, but they all came up inches short. Mm. Tragic. Some mm. tragic stuff there. Darn it. 
In 2010, Team Bozos became the first frog team to win four consecutive titles. Impressive. That is impressive. That's huh? what you call a dynasty. Now, see, wow. if you, see if you think that's bad. The 2019 Johnsonville Sausage Cornhole Championships. Come again? Yeah. <laughs> you did hear that correctly. Oh, no. right. I'm afraid to hear this one, I think. So these, this is actually televised. right? Obviously, Johnsonville Sausage is uh, yeah. the sponsor. You would these, think. these competitors... Right, the rival Ian Poulter and Webb Simpson for the amount of sponsorship they have in their shirts. Wow. Okay. That's hard to do. That is very hard to yeah. do. Now, the 2019 championships were held at the Valley Forge Casino in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. Okay. So not in California, like you might think. Yeah. The player rating system goes from <laughs> a one-bagger to elite. Mm. A one-bagger to elite. Now, obviously, the one-bagger is described as a player who is limited to no experience with the game. Okay. Ultimately, they have no control over the bag. Whoa. Right? That, that bag slipping and sliding everywhere. So if a one-bagger to elite, where would uh, Kershey come in there with his handicap? I'll, I'll, I'll go two. I think so I'll have some two, control over that bag. You'll be a two-bagger. I'll be a two-bagger. Lovely. There are two competing leagues. There's the ACL, which mm. is the American Cornhole League. Oh, wow. And the ACO, the American Cornhole Organization, right? Mm. Just big rivalry. They are like the AFC, NFC. Or That's basically it. Uh, it's uh, mouth-watering stuff, and it only gets better when you include pros, such as Mike Moneybags Betchel, Trevor Timo Morris, D Dennis Superman Posey, mm. Chad the Nut Chestnut. That's very inventive, huh? Yeah. Chad the Nut Chestnut and... My favourite, Teddy Big G Graham. Oh, the Big oh. G, huh? Maybe the that's hope for you, buddy. Big G Graham. So Maybe you picked the wrong career. You know, just when you thought the match was going to be bad, you have the International Frog Jump Grand Finals on ESPN2 and the 2019 Johnsonville Sausage Cornhole Championship. That's my, so, if that's my choice, I'll probably end up watching the match. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That, that Cornhole Championship might be good if they actually played with the Johnson, Johnsonville oh, Sausages. Yeah. <laughs> Spicing it up a little. That, that would get a little out of hand. Uh, perfect, lovely. That brings uh, to an end the stories of the week. We're going to move on. Just to introduce the top 100 US courses in America. Love it. Four! So we will move on to the next section, which is all about the, the top 100 golf courses. Uh, oh, Neil. Oh, sorry. Can you, can you shut your frog hey, up, please? Frogsy, Frogsy, stop it. Oh. Hey, sorry, Dan. I just found this guy. I heard about the 5G, so would you oh. knock it off, Froggy? Yeah, Frogsy. Okay. That's, that's Froggy. He's, he's left the building. We can move on. Ridiculous. Um, sorry. Now, we had this chat a couple of weeks ago about how they rate the top 100 courses, whether it's worldwide, whether it's in America, whether it's public, etc. And there was too much to talk about. There's so much here that we actually came up with an idea that we'll split this. Today will just be a sort of an intro into the top 100 in America. Uh, we'll be quite brief about it, but it will lead us to talk about top courses we've played, top courses that we want to play, caddy at, and then we'll probably come up with a real-life caddy podcast top 100 off the back of listeners. So email us, podcast at glorifieddonkey.com. Email us your top 10, 20, 30 golf courses that you've played, and over the year we'll compile the top 10 from the listeners. I like that. That's um, a great idea. Now, Neely, how do the... It's Golf Digest that you looked at. Mm-hmm. So how do they rate the courses? 
Uh, they actually f- finally came out with a new list, 2019-2020 edition. So uh, I thought it was a much better list because yeah. they gave more intrinsic information into how they're rating the courses. Oh, okay. Um, so well, let's have a look, right? Uh, number one, uh, shot values, uh, risk-reward, right? Okay. Um, number two, difficulty, scratch player from the back tees. Right. Is the, is the measure there, right? I, I like that. Uh, number three, design variety. Uh, you know, you want to see the same hole over and over, right? Mm-hmm. A little mixture of distances, dog legs lefts and rights, you know, yeah. some, something to keep, your, keep your interest, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, memorability. Uh, like, would you play a course and then just only remember like four or five holes or would you remember oh, well, like 12, okay. right? That's, yeah. I think that's a good, good measure too. Uh, number five, of course, uh, scenery aesthetics. Okay. I think that's that's a big part of everyone's day out there on the links. Uh, of course, condition, right? You're probably uh, not going to yeah. give it too high a rating if you show up and the greens are just got punched covered, yesterday. Covered in divots. <laughs> Sorry, the greens just got punched. Oh. Yeah, All thanks. right. Uh, yes. Seven, uh, ambiance, oh. uh, vibe, you know, that might have something to do with, you know, how many gummies and vodka sodas you had but you know uh-huh. that's <laughs> that's another story is that a pretty good list or how, how would you rate courses i think it, i think it's comprehensive but i i personally looking at the list i think mm-hmm. it's a joke okay when you start looking at this list you kind of feel as if well the first one that you could realistically play is pinehurst okay with which is like 29th or something 29 like that, huh? and yeah. that, All right. that's because it's expensive but it's not ridiculous say like shadow creek i can't get away from the fact that whomever is actually deciding how this how to rate them isn't getting taken care of or protecting their i think in- invitation next year let me hold on let me check they gave okay. seven things but i didn't see uh yeah i got <laughs> comped at the comped. at the grand suite yeah Free <laughs> my flights. wife came along yeah oh uh bring uh, your brother-in-law bone-in ribeye steaks <laughs> <laughs> All you can drink. There you go. I didn't see any of those on the list, but Aye. I damn well bet they had something to do with it. Aye. It's, uh, so I, I kinda, that, that, that's partly why I think we should be making up our own list, because there's, there's some gems on here. I, I think for value, you've got to start looking you know, towards the back of the There's some the good list. ones, yeah. You know, I, mean, I love the, like, the likes of, say, Crooked Stick, just for more for the name. That's yeah, but that's it's a well-known Carmel, track. Indiana, I think, right? Indiana. That's John Daly's win. That's the one. Nice. Uh, Black Wolf Run sounds exciting. The picture looking really nice. That sounds good. Not a big fan of the Double Eagle Club, the name. All right, but yeah, that looks a nice track. Should and be the Albatross Club, right? It really should be the Thank Albatross you. Club. Uh, but <laughs> to, to to just sort of like come from my point of view, we came across a place called Gozer Ranch, Geo double z e r it's up in idaho right a tribute to the american worker it's a private club uh that's odd it's really i think it might not, be public yeah yeah <laughs> you know you, you you can't come in here so i you know i, I think that's worker. why I, I think there's value followed down that list but you know you look at the top the top three shocker cypress point augusta pine valley you know it's oh, okay. the same three every year and and like you said like when are we gonna get to well well no, well, I'm the, I'm never going to get invited. Like, and the more people listen to this podcast, the longer we do it. There's no chance yeah. we're going to get invited. Yeah. Um, Word's going to spread, right? How would you rate a course? Um, I think, you know, you have to look at the other aspects of the whole facility. Like the important ones. Yes. 
how strong are the vodka pours? And if they, <laughs> is the beer really cold? Yeah. Is it really icy? Yeah. How cute was the cart girl? Oh. And, wow. or friendly. Uh-huh. Okay. There you go. Well, there's maybe. some, there's some more important things in a day at the, at the golf course. You know, how, how, um, I'd have to you go got any? and club sandwich. How, oh. good, how quality is it? How good is that club sandwich? And or the hot dog. And or the, oh yeah. And or the hot dog. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, are there caddies offered? Oh, of course. You know, no caddies. Big down, right? Oh, it's a big down. Yeah, you don't offer caddies. Uh, you you can't even pick up the phone. Yeah, and maybe bring in some ringer. Yeah, with a pair of loafers on just to yeah, at least well, tick that box. Yeah, exactly. Are there caddies offered? And are the caddies worth their salt? Right? Yeah. You know, you don't want that guy coming off that three-day meth binge with no teeth. <laughs> like, yeah, no, we're good, bro. <laughs> hey, can, hey, wait, hey, wait, 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 wait. Oh, jeez, oh, okay. I, I don't know. I pro- Listen, as long as you can read a part, I'm okay with that. Okay. You know, uh, how about this? You know, do they allow mm. carts on greens? You know, is that? Yeah. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to walk too far. No. When and, I'm putting. Yeah, and are the if you do like take a caddy, a four FC or something? Yeah. And, you know how comfortable are those carts? How are, oh, nice seats. Do they got the armrests? GPS? Yeah. They got armrests. They do. They have the cooler on the side with the, plenty of ice in it with the water. Yeah. You know. The I think Golf Digest's um, definition of ambience might be a wee bit different from ours, huh? Yeah. How nice the bar is. Is there a happy hour? That's critical. Oh, that's very, that's critical. Uh, tell me what caught your eye. So, some new ads. I, I don't know that they were in there before. Uh, Monterey Peninsula Dunes hopped mm-hmm. in there. Uh, that, that, I think that's a new ad because they did the redesign. They haven't, they haven't uh, recalibrated that. So mm-hmm. uh, Preserve up, up in uh, Carmel Valley got nailed in there. Fazio course, beautiful course. I'd like to see that, that was in there. Uh, and another one, uh, the number 86, the Valley Club of Montecito. Now that's a, a place, uh, when I went to UCSB on the golf, played on the golf team there, Sandpiper was our home course, the public course, but mm-hmm. we could go to the Valley Club, Alistair McKenzie course, beautiful neighborhood. I mean, yeah. that's, that's Oprah Winfrey's neighborhood up there. She was there. club champion, what, three <laughs> yeah. years in yeah. a row out there? Was that? Yeah. Uh-huh. I think she was the only, only woman member there, huh? <laughs> um at anyway beautiful place and uh we used to play there on they used to let us play there on mondays uh i think it was one o'clock mm-hmm. so this was like the the you know the in caddy shack when they had the caddy swimming time one to one fifteen. right <laughs> so we would all come down there monday rolling down in our rigs uh hooting and hollering and parking the street and uh, walk the last two miles yeah no, there's actually like a super long driveway there it's like a mile long unbelievable with speed bumps and stuff on the along the way and i remember one time i had borrowed my roommate's car it was the most hideous vehicle ever like a, a not sky blue but like a weird color blue uh pinto hatchback <laughs> this thing was atrocious uh the 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 uh driver door didn't open and the passenger door didn't have a window but you had to go walk out of the passenger door to get out and then the back, the hatchback, had a, a bungee cord to hold it down, right? Yeah. So one Monday I was rolling down there. We had just had like a, a chili cook-off at our, at our apartment, in our backyard at our apartment the day before. So we had still had two uh, beer kegs, empty beer kegs in the back of the Pinto. So I'm like, well, I'm supposed to return those on the way. I was rushed. I, I didn't have time. So hauling down to go to the Valley Club, I'm coming down these, this downhill driveway, hitting these speed bumps and just approaching the 
pro shop area, all of a sudden, bam, the, I went a little too fast over one speed bump, the hatchback blew out, and the beer cakes went rolling across the parking lot into the bushes. Oh, I was so embarrassed. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I guess that's why they're private clubs then. Oh, that's a good reason. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that keep, was, the, keep the referee off at least a yeah, mile away. I got those beer kegs back in there and quietly went to the first tee. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> nice place, though. Yeah. It deserves to be on the top 100 for sure. Excellent. Anything else in there that catches the eye? Uh, just a couple other little things. I, I was, you know, the ratings. Pebble, seven. Marion, sixth. I don't know. Where would you rather play? Yeah. Or, you know, uh, just yeah. a, caught my eye. Seems, it seems like a lot of politics, like a lot of golf. Yeah. And, uh, I thought Sawgrass a little underrated at 49. Uh, SF Club a little underrated at 35. Mm-hmm. And Shadow Creek maybe a little overrated at 26. Yeah, I think. I'm surprised not more Chinese courses made it into the American top 100, yeah. actually, the way that uh, we think Golf Digest uh, works the system. But that at least at least it introduces the idea of what we're going to try and do over the next six, eight months this Fair year. Fair enough. I like uh, it. The, the pinnacle of this experiment is to come up with our, the Real Life Caddy podcast top. 10 20 courses and it's not just it's, it's not going to be pine valley augusta making no that, definitely not it's going to be what you people out there uh kind of really rate send photos well, in played, whatever right yeah exactly yeah yeah much better and, and we'll you know as i say we'll visit those with courses we've played uh where we want to play etc however we want to keep things moving as always so it's now on to the next segment of caddy jeopardy we move on to the highly anticipated caddy jeopardy this is a uh, Producer Mike's brainchild, he is with us. He will be asking the questions, and we move, I think it's the second six holes. Correct, and I'm one up, as usual. Oh, that's very good yeah. of you to remember that. Yeah. Now, the we have one, two, three, four, five, six. We have six sections of questions that Mike's put together, which uh, is, you know, they're always quite enticing. We're having a ball. First and foremost, saltire sites, success, and suds. Lots of S's there. The spelling bee, drop the mic, and leftovers. Those are the six categories. Myself and Neil will take it turn about. We can ask for a bogey, par, birdie, or eagle questions. If you get a question wrong, you get a double bogey. Uh, we take turns at going first. Who's going first, Mike? Uh, Gordon, you're one down, so it'll be your tee. So, gentlemen, my tea. tap gloves wow, and come out fighting. Mercy ruling by the commissioner. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I am going to start off... Leftovers for a birdie. There are 16 of these kind of restaurants within a 15-minute drive of Augusta National. Brilliant. So easy. Even Neil could get this one. Waffle House. That is correct. How many? (laughs) 16. 16? Yes. Oh, my God. I was just going to say fast food restaurants. That's why Tiger loves it. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's the, it's got nothing to do with the golf course. He, he just loves it. He's prowling there. Brilliant. Okay. So prowling. <laughs> That's a birdie. Big G starts out with a birdie. All right. Yay, Big G. Well okay. done. Move on. I'm usually pretty good at these ball questions. We're having a ball. We're having, having a ball. For what? Uh, I'll go eagle. Oh, for the I'm victory. Going, I'm He's going, going for the win. Yeah. Plus or minus seven miles per hour. What is the average ball speed of a PGA Tour player when the ball is hit with a driver? Uh, is right. it toughy? Uh, Plus or minus how much? 
Plus or minus seven miles seven. per hour. So he's got a 20, a 14 mile. Re- that's that's, uh, that's, that's a tough, little dude. kind. Average. Average. I'd, have th- I'd have thought plus or minus All three. Right. Can I concentrate here, please? No. I mean, super fast is 180, 185. So then you're going to say mediocre guys, 50, 55. Come on, Mike. Surely there's a time he's. I'm going to go uh, 164. That does fall within the oh, parameters. Yes. That is correct yes. for an eagle. What is it? It's 167. Ooh. 14. That's, that's ridiculous. That's, that's at least 10%. I was pretty close, though. Dreadful. Neil's up too early. Dreadful. One and a half percent. <laughs> Who goes first? Um, you know what? I'm going to change the rules and let Gordon pick again first. Oh, um, what? Okay. I'm uh, going to go with Saltire Sight, Suds, Success, and Suds. Oh, this one interests me. I like this this category. Is this for well, an eagle? This is for, no, I'm going to go birdie. Birdie. Oh, for a birdie. Hey, you don't, listen, you got to pace yourself. I'm not going to get too, I'm not going to go for shots too early. Don't go too, get too wound up. Stay within your game, Gordon. Plus or minus seven. That's a joke. <laughs> for a birdie, what Scottish golfer? Was oh. the last Scottish golfer oh, on. to win the British Amateur. And all I need is a last name. Ooh, okay. Wow, that's got, a toughie. You got harder. British Amateur. Scottish golfer from the British Amateur. Okay. Or is it the Amateur Championship? Yeah, which one is it? It'll be the Amateur Championship. Oh, of course it would be. Uh, I, have, I really don't have much of an idea, but knowing Mike, and knowing the way he sets up these questions... It's, you know, saltire is Scottish, so it's gonna he's you know, he's gonna be throwing bones out there. I've no idea. However, it's either one of our names. I'm gonna say it's either somebody Gordon or somebody Neil or Neil somebody or, or maybe Gordon somebody, somebody we or we. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're talking about we. It's it's any mini mini mo. I'm gonna. I don't know, but I'm gonna go Neil. Neil's yeah, Neil. Neil, Neely, Neil. What? You gotta have Neil. a last name, right? Okay. Neil is correct. What? <laughs> Bradley Neil. I'm working out the system. I'm working <laughs> oh, out the system. God. We Neil. I've been outed. Don't you have to have a full name? You, oh, you, I'm giving partial credit. Plus or minus seven, you should be. Partial credit. All right, we Neil. Thank um, you. Drop the mic for for the win, Eagle. The 2001 LA Open was the only ever six-player playoff in PGA Tour history. Mm. What Golf Channel personality was part of that playoff? Mm. I think I actually mentioned this in one of the podcasts, this playoff. That's a good sign. I feel as if I'm getting stitched up here. (laughs) I did mention this. I'm going to take a stab. I'm going to go with the pinnacle of his career. Randall Chambly. That's what I'd have gone. That is correct. Uh, yeah. That's, yes. Was that his best finish ever? I, I'm, I'm curious. Did he ever I, win? I'm, I'm not sure if he won. Well, that for a future podcast, maybe. So, so Neil, maybe. I, feel, I feel as if I'm getting stitched up here. Neil's up three. Two so. eagles in a row. Yeah. Nah, uh, sorry. Your two, Gordon. Why don't I go first? No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, we're having a ball for a par. What kind of ball replaced the feathery as the most used golf ball? Well, that's right up your alley. The feathery. Well, actually, it's yes, more what, up my alley. What came 19, after the feathery? 22, yeah. I was picking those feathers yeah, up. Neil was picking those <laughs> balls up. The feathery? Oh, no. What does that even mean? Like a ball made with feathers? It's, that's what it, it's it's the gutta perch. The original golf ball is a gutta perch. 
There you go. He just gave the answer. Uh, the gutter perch. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> what a, like, how could that? That's ridiculous. I, I, I was. I, I didn't realize that was the answer. I thought. That, I, I thought I, it was like, the same any time. Any listeners that just think this is ridiculous, like, uh, where are you getting these? I've been I, around golf. I was born in 1982, and I don't know that. I, I, the uh, gutter perch. Never heard of it. It's called the history I, of the game. I thought oh, it was in a, like a same time period or something. I didn't know I was giving you the answer. Damn it. Nice. Thanks, Neil. Spelling bee for a par. Spell the first and last name of the Swedish golfer who has won three S three US Women's Opens and three LPGA championships. Alright, so Annika Storen's down, right? So we're gonna go A N N I K A S O R R E N S T A M. Incorrect. One R. One R. Shit. <laughs> Big G comes back and takes that hole. With a uh, par, with a gimme. So what, three LPG US Opens and three LPGA tour events. Three LPGA championships. championships. Oh, what's a championship? Uh, I thought she had the two majors. Players. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So, so Neil's still two up. Um, that still puts Gordon on the tee. Okay. Well, I'm going to go back to Saltire. Give me an eagle. According to UK marketing company CGA Strategies. What are the two best-selling Scottish beers at golf courses in the UK? <laughs> you should know this one. Tenants in Belhaven. That is correct. Wow. For an eagle. Talk about set up on a tee. Easy. And you're complaining about 7%, 10%. Well, I am. I, I, I think there's a huge discrepancy <laughs> oh between... God. The two most drunk beers at golf tournaments right. in Scotland. All right, golf courses. Uh, you, need, you need an eagle to... I need uh, an eagle. All have. right. Uh, well, let's go... Uh, First and foremost for Eagle. To tie the hole. Many courses name the holes on their course. What is the name of the first hole at the old course at St. Andrews? Uh, that's a toughie. I can't believe I'm blanking on this one. Swillican Burn. That is correct. Yes! Almost blanked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the last an second it came eagle. to me. That ties the hole. That's a tough one, dude. Keeps Neil two up. That was a tough one. Ron That's not a tough one at all. Oh. Ron the 11th most, hole. One of the most famous holes in, in golf. That's an absolute I tied gift. it, yeah. All Big right. G, I'm keeping you on the tee. You're two down. Drop the mic for a birdie. The 1987 Masters is known for Larry Mize's chip-in win over Greg Norman and Seve Ballesteros in a playoff. However, what current golf Television reporter held the 54-hole lead. Ian Baker Finch. Incorrect. Mm. The Tough answer one. is Fairty. Roger Maltby. Who? Wow. Roger Maltby. Roger Maltby? Still had game then? Yes, he oh, did. Impressive. I've never heard of him. So I need a bogey of some sort? I'll go spelling bee bogey. Spell the name of the course in Southampton, New York, that has hosted five U.S. Opens, including the 2018 U.S. Open. All right. Uh, S-H-I-N-N-E-C-O-C-K. Hills. H-I-L-S. Oh, that's <laughs> Oh, if only you could spell Hills. Huh? Two L's and Two Hills. Two L's, old boy. I said H-I-L-L-S. No, no you didn't. You said H-I-L-S. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said L-L. Hey. Oh, come on. When you listen to the podcast, hey. 
Oh, wow. H-I-L-L-S, I said. Hey, John Van de Velt right there. <laughs> Ouch. What are you guys? I said two L's. You didn't. The one L, you said. Okay, we'll How move on. H-I-L-L-S. I said it really fast. Mm. Oh, come on. Give me a break. <laughs> Gordon wins the hole. No, he, he didn't do shit. I he lost. Yeah, no, he didn't win. He, you, we both answered wrong then for some reason. You said... Uh, that was for Bogey to win. You're gonna have to change that. Okay, let's go with the 12 hole Neil's two up. <laughs> so stupid. Neil is two up. Uh, Gordon, I guess you're gonna remain on the tee. Okay, so, well, first and foremost, Birdie. What golf course hosted the very first Open Championship? Presswick. That is correct. You guys are going to hose me on the spelling bee. I already spelt one right and got it wrong. Um, <laughs> so I'll go do leftovers for Eagle. In 1962, what male golf pro was the only man to win an LPGA event? What? <laughs> <laughs> Serena Williams? 1962. I don't think they did sex changes back then. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna give you a little background. It was uh, the name of the event was the Royal Poinciana Plaza Invitational, and it was a par three tournament. Oh, you should get this one. There was 15 pros in it, one pro from the PGA Tour and 14 from the LPGA Tour. Who would play in, in that? 1962? Think in 1962, who would play in that? Uh, Gary Player. Incorrect. Who was it? It was Sam Sneed. Oh, Sammy, slimy Sammy, Sammy, Sammy right. Sneed. He won by five shots over Mickey Wright. Beautiful. Right, so that brings uh, the second segment. Carriage it. Close one. We're going to be listening to the uh, the file. We're going to have to, in uh, post-production, we'll find out if Neil did, in fact, spell hills with two L's or yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> I got the hard part. <laughs> it's any, hey, you're either one up or two up. Fair enough. But, you know. Uh, tears are not going to help so we're going to finish up with that and we're going to move on to the mailbag and any mentions Four. as always we finish with anything we've received in the mailbag plus uh, a few notable mentions Big Tony uh, bell end of the week he, uh, we're talking about traditions in, last, in the last episode remember that he was back in contact um, Father's Day is the third Sunday in June Okay, would we say June 15th or 16th yeah, or something we said? We something said? around about that, but he's more specific. He is a stickler for detail. Uh, but thank you, Tony. But you again, you win the bell end of the week. So oh, you retain Double it. dipping. Yeah. Double dip. So, Good job, well Tony. Done. Well done. Uh, talking about tra- uh, traditions, a uh, guy that myself and Neil know uh, quite well, Mike B., also known as Captain Butterlove. He, <laughs> he, uh, he finally, is he a porn star? Well, he's, 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 he's been looking for a, a mention. Uh, he told us the biggest tradition you guys missed was the inevitable victory every match by Ca- Captain Butterlove and his trusted partner, Turtle. Okay, And then he also says, what about the tradition of full matching uniforms? That includes them wearing each other's underwear. So uh, there you go, Captain Butterlove. Well done. Thank you for bringing that to Mini our club. attention. Now, I did say we'd get uh, more on the stories. We had some stuff from Matt Bro. We had some stuff from a guy called Blake Smith about his story. I will pop them into a later episode, either next one or one that concerns sacking caddies or caddy stories. We're, just, we're going to be pushed for time today. 
The next thing I have on my list is it's from a it was from a Jim Nugent. It's Kemper Sports. It's Illinois PGA Foundation and Footjoy are sponsoring this. It's called Rain Suits for Responders. Now you can actually check this out, amitahealth.org, and it's forward slash Rain Suits for Responders. And basically, what they're doing is is people are donating their old rain suits for golf, and they've been turned into PPEs. Uh, for first responders during the old corona oh, wow. uh, virus that's going on. That's Turns pretty- out that rain suits are perfect for, as long as they're washed properly, they can be reused. So yeah, um, Makes that, sense. That's, that's a really that's, good that's, cause. That's a good idea. Now, they'll, there's free FedEx shipping on new or used rain suits. So that's amitahealth.org forward slash rain suits for responders. And I also got a... Uh, old friend of mine contacted us this week, Fraser Riddler. He's actually the caddy master at St Andrews. And he asked me to mention that he started a, a GoFundMe page for the caddies at St Andrews. They're going to abs- be humped over there for during this the, the shutdown, yep. the coronavirus situation. I imagine business is going to be down hugely. So you can check that out at St Andrews Caddies. There's a bunch of other ones throughout the country. Neely, what you got? I'll just give a shout out to along the same lines, anyone and everyone that's helped any caddy in any way during these tough times. So, uh, yeah, that's that's great that any anything you can do to help your caddies, we appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, that that comes from all of us here. Uh, thank you, Mike, for caddy jeopardy. That was that was Neil biting. Neil, uh, I'm glad you're no longer bitter. I got a little more bitter after that Shinnecock Hills thing. <laughs> Shinnecock Hills. Hey, I, I'm a fair guy. I'm going back to the replay on that. I'm Sorry. a very fair guy, as you know. Mm. There will be a steward's inquiry okay. to see whether you spelt Hills with one L or two Ls. Come on, really? I think that you thought two Ls. My initial mm. you know, instinct right, was one. However, Let's just go to the tape. We'll look into that. We'll go to the tape. Okay. That's what we're going to go and do Done. now. We're going to go in the tape. Done and doneer. In the meantime, anyone that's out there playing golf, happy days for you. There'll be a lot more golf coming in the next few weeks. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Stay in touch, and we'll be back in about a week. Oh, yeah. Peace out. I got this little problem. I got the hooking the ball. Hooking the ball. Maybe you can help me with my problem on a Saturday night. Daddy always told me that I seem so strange. Now I'm working at the driving range. Looking for love, doing my scene, trying to get the women to show me their swing. Oh, life is strange, dreaming of the tour and working on the range. Oh, life is strange. Did you pay a green fee, man? Oh, no, there's another one in the woods. Did you pay a green fee, man? Did you pay a, did you pay a green fee, man? They told me I'm a pro. We're gonna let you play. We're making you a member of the PGA. Couldn't pay the rent. I didn't make the cut. I never understand how I missed that putt.